Welcome to Nashville Restaurant Radio, a podcast for and about the people of the Nashville restaurant scene. Now here's your host, the CEO of New Light Hospitality Solutions, Brandon Still. Hello, Music City, and welcome to the Nashville Restaurant Radio Roundup, present, presented by FOH and BOH.com. They are faux and faux. My name is Brandon Still, and I am joined, as always, with the editor of Eater Nashville, Delia Joe Ramsey. Hi, Delia. Hi, how are you? I am great. Today, we have an amazing show, and we have an amazing guest host. We, she was going to come on for a segment, and now we have talked her into just being a guest host for a little while. Um, could not be more excited to welcome Nina Singto. Hi, Hello. Nina. Nina is the owner of Nina is the owner of Thai Isane, and um, is it Isan? Isan, Isan, Thai Isan. I don't know why I want to say Isan. Thai Isan, and uh, she's had some big announcements this week, so we're so excited to have you here. We're going to wait to talk about that. Yes, for (laughs) just a minute. We're gonna we're gonna keep everybody on the edge of their seats. Oh my God, it's been. I know this week has been so exhausting for me. It's like overwhelming, so overwhelming, but so exciting at the same time. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. Um, but first, let's check in with Delia. How was your week this week, Delia? Oh, you know, um, it's been busy personally and professionally. There's a lot happening. Um, obviously, Nina's got a lot going on, and we haven't even been able to cover that yet because there's. Just, I saw everyone else post it, and I was like, well, I'm going to wait till Monday. <laughs> I like to have mine differently, uh, different times. So um, I'm wait till Monday to share her news. But there's a lot going on. I moved. I'm in a new space. Oh, that's um, I like your new studio. Thanks. I'm, like five, I'm five doors down the hall from the last oh. one. Oh, okay. You move in the scenery. Yeah, I, I, got a, I got a bathtub and I've got a desk now. So I used to have this whole ghetto contraption where my laptop was on a stool, like a bar stool. <laughs> And now it's on a real desk. So moving on up. Um, okay. Moving on up. Um, uh, I got my you? eyelashes. I got my eyelashes tinted and lifted yesterday, and they feel weird. Looks good. Really? Thanks. Yeah, they tape your eyes shut, and I'll tell you, there is no scarier feeling than wearing a mask and having your eyes taped <laughs> at the same time. I was like, this is this is terrible. I, I told the girl, I was like, can you just talk to me? I'm freaking out right now. So I don't know if this is going to be a repeat offense or not because it was scary. But my eyelashes are like up here now. So that that's good. That's good. That's very good. Thanks. Um, I don't know. But it's been a good week overall. What about you? My week has been fantastic. You know, it's been so fun. Um, and I'll say, what's up, Gary? I can't. For some reason, the text isn't working. But I'll say hi to Gary. Um, our um, being back doing live interviews was like there was a part of me that was missing and being back in talking to people has been so, so great. Carrie Bringle's episode Monday where I, you know, over the last two weeks, I've just been reading all about all these things that are happening in Nashville and I've seen Carrie's op-eds and I'm like, I just don't know. Like, I feel like I know some of it, but like, I don't know all the answers. And he was gracious enough to just sit down and say, dude, this, this is what the deal is as, and you know, He's so opinionated. He knows what he's talking about. And I just love that. I've got a lot of positive feedback from that episode. Just saying, dude, I learned a lot. And uh, 
he's a sharp guy and, and the call to action just for everybody to get out there and do what they can was great. Um, talking with the scene editor, um, Patrick Rogers and Megan Sealing was really great. Talking about their new book, Nourish Nashville, which I believe um, Miss Nina Singto is in that book. I am. <laughs> yes, yeah, she is. Right now. Can you believe it? I'm everywhere. <laughs> You're everywhere. everywhere. Nina Hot. <laughs> Nina is hot. Yeah. <laughs> um, definitely. So Nina. Um, so yeah. So that's going on today. At the end of the show, we are going to release the Nashville Hot List, which is Nashville Restaurant Radio's first list. It is going to be the ten hottest restaurants in the city Yay. right now. Ooh, um, I want to know if I'm on there. Uh, oh. uh, you have to. You will have to wait until. Five minutes is going to be the last thing I do. We're going to release the top five on this show a little bit later. And then the the, the five through ten will be available at NashvilleRestaurantRadio.com starting Friday morning. So if you're listening to this, not watching it live, uh, you can go to NashvilleRestaurantRadio.com right now and see the top ten restaurants you need to go eat at right now. So that's what we've got going on. I'm excited to do this show. I get so excited coming up to Thursday to do this show. I just love it. I love talking to you guys. It's so much fun. And to have Nina Singto on the show today is just like super exciting. <laughs> I know. How was your week, Nina? Busy, super, <laughs> super busy. Um, you know, with all the release and everything going on and signing the lease, it's just been a crazy week. Like I've been um, not returning people's calls or texts this week because it's just so overwhelming, but mm -hmm. so exciting at the same time. So I guess this is a good time to just to, to jump into it. Yes. What do you got going on? What's I've I've been reading that you're expanding, but give us the give us all the details. Well, I'm gonna give you the deeds that I've been holding on for so long. So uh one day, so back during when we first opened the restaurant, a customer came in and um was telling me about how Nama closed down and I literally been digging and digging and digging and um one day I went on vacation back in July, end of July, and I was talking about it the whole time on vacation. And I guess it was just a dream come true because um, Monday night when I came back from vacation, I looped net. I was digging and couldn't find anything. Tuesday morning, I opened my email and boom, now I'm with there. And I thought it was meant to be. It was 6.06 in the morning. So I called my um, realtor, uh, John Petty, and I said, make this happen to me. And here I am a month and a half later. Wow. Please. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Congrats. I know. And I always told myself when I went to eat at Uncle Julio, I looked at Nama. I'm like, mm -hmm. if I ever come to Brentwood, this would be the only location I would come to. Mm -hmm. And guess what? I'm here. That's awesome. Congrats. But the only scary part is it's going to be opening right before food hall opens. So is it really? just, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. Well, we are, um, that's a cool area over there. And oh, when. Yeah. When that whole Maryland Farms, when all those people come back to to work in that in those all those offices, is going to be there's going to be plenty of oh yeah uh, people are going to be coming out like crazy. I was over there at Maribel for such a long time, uh -huh. and um, so we're we're going to practically be neighbors over there. I'm really excited. I'm excited because I'm going to be there. And if are you don't want to see me midtown, they just going to have to make an appointment. <laughs> <laughs> the Lea, you got me. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. So that's not the only place, right? Yeah. And then I got the fifth and broad coming up um, in March. I just got the email today that 
They're opening up uh, March the 4th. Okay, they have a date already, wow. Yeah, she had a date for me on my email, so mm -hmm. fingers crossed. So at yeah. least give me a chance to open Brentwood and then head downtown. Wow, you're like about, you're like mogul status. Yeah, yeah. I know. I don't know how I'm gonna do it. Let's just pray everything goes well because uh, that's, empire. That's, a lot. that's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot going on before I turn 40 next year. That's incredible. <laughs> that's, a, that's one heck of a success story. And yes. we don't need one of those right now. So it's so good to see somebody thriving amid yeah. all the chaos. You know, it's so good to see that for you. So I'm excited. How did you decide on Brentwood though? What would you say? How did you decide on Brentwood? Um, I always wanted to go Brentwood, Delia. Mm -hmm. I just didn't know where to go. I was going to yeah. go to Franklin. I was going to go here. Mm -hmm. I was going to do a lot of things um, mm -hmm. in Brentwood. I just didn't know. But I told myself if I ever go to Brentwood, the Hill Center or that area mm -hmm. would be the only place that I would go. Yeah. And okay. when Nama came open, I had to make it happen. I told my um, realtor guy, I was just like, you got to make this happen. I don't care how, what, just got to make it happen. Yeah. And he made it happen. I'm just so overwhelmed. I like, I feel overwhelmed right now because I feel like I work so hard, you know, and it's like a dream come true. Like everything that I ever put myself this past 10, 15 years, like all this hard work is finally paying off. I mean, I haul ass, bust ass every single day, be there at work every day and work so hard. And to see just all this coming together, it's just, you know, it's, it's, all this happiness coming makes me want to be teary because I feel like yeah. I knew one one day I was gonna get here, but I just didn't realize it's gonna be so soon. Well, it's absolutely well deserved, and thank you. So thank happy you. for you. It's good to see you happy. Yeah, thank oh. you. I want to see you happy, Delia. I want to see that day. I'm gonna cater. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have a Nina hot wedding. Yeah, yes. uh. I'm gonna. I'm at whatever Delia wants. We'll continue that on the side. Awesome. <laughs> I love it. I am so excited for you. Um thank you. It's, it's been it's been, you know, like you just said, Delia, it's it's a it's been a, a crazy time. So much uncertainty and so much fear in so many people. And to hear a story like Sad Nama closing, but like yeah. for, to have that space come available, you want to be there. Mm -hmm. Kind of one of those things you pray about it. You're you're hoping that it works out, and then one day at six oh six in the morning, you get an email, and you're like, I want. I, I mean, for everything to work out like that, and for somebody like yourself, what a what just an amazing thing. And we just we're just so excited for you. So and thank, thank you for you. coming on this show to tell us all about it. Thank you. I'm just so excited. Like I. I've been holding it for so long. I was like, okay, but finally I signed the lease Monday. I'm just like, let me just let it all out. <laughs> that's all wow, that's yeah. huge. Well, um, to let everybody else who's joined the podcast right now, people that are live on YouTube and Facebook, know we are speaking with Nina Singto, who is the owner of Tai Isan. And she has just announced, when she announced this week, it's been in the Nashville Business Journal and I believe the Nashville scene that. Um, She's opening a new location in Brentwood in the Hill Center. It's going to be in the former Nama Sushi place, uh, as well as she has a location that's going to be going in Fifth and Broadway, right? Yes. The oh, original cool. location, um, where your location you're at now, is on the roundabout, the Naked People statue roundabout. Yes. <laughs> the buddy <laughs> overlooking the Naked People. The Buddy Killing Circle. 
And uh, it's directly across the street from Tailgate Brewery. You're directly across the street from Tailgate Brewery. So please, if you want to preview, if you're from Brentwood and you want to know what this whole Thai Isan thing is about, you can go get it right now if you go downtown and uh, go to go. And which I will tell you right now, this is the time to go eat downtown. I mean, like phase three starts today. We'll get into that in just a second. But if you want to go eat downtown before just the flocks of people come back in and tourists flood downtown Nashville, if you live in Nashville, now is the time to go eat downtown. Uh, they need it more than ever. Go visit your locally owned and operated restaurants. If you're going to go downtown and eat, go to a locally owned and operated restaurant. Go to your farmhouses. Go to the Black Rabbit. Go to Tai Isan. Go to Etch. Go to a missing people here, but uh, there's there's a ton of restaurants downtown that you need to go visit. And parking is yeah. discounted at most places right now. I'll add that because I noticed that. I mean, I walk around downtown a lot. And parking, I mean, I don't really see a place more than ten dollars right now. So it used to be super expensive to park when you came downtown, but right now it's it's pretty good. Okay, that's reasonable. Yeah, you have free parking for your spot, don't you, Nina? Uh, well, in the parking so garage. Yeah, we have really good parking now because we kind of got strict on it. So uh, mm -hmm. once you go to uh, Isan parking lot, what you want to do is just register, um, text 500 to this phone number, and then you come up to us and we give two to two hour and a half for free. Because nice. before, um, right after we came back and opened, we had no parking left. Customer was getting frustrated. We've been illegally parking and all of a sudden no one spoke English and it's just been a mess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everyone was just parking everywhere because... Um, and we finally got with the element uh, managers and stuff and got that all fixed. So and we're hanging in there with the parking situation because before people just park and go to the restaurant, but now actually they're, they're booting people. So. Well, let's, um, uh, I have to say, Nina, your segment bringing you on the show today is sponsored by Supersource. Um, Supersource, if you're going to be opening your new restaurant, you need to give my friend Jason Ellis a phone call. He's over at Supersource, and they are a dish machine and chemical company, and they have no contracts. He will hook you up the best chemicals. He will do staff trainings on exactly what chemicals to use, when, where, and why. He's saving people on average 15 to 20% right now every single place he walks mm -hmm. in what they're currently paying. You can go to NashvilleRestaurantRadio.com, and you can click the Sponsors tab where you'll see Supersource. Click the tab and you will get three free months of dishwasher rentals. Ooh. And uh, he is a proud sponsor of Nashville Restaurant Radio. And we are really excited to have him sponsor Nina Singto today. Coming in as we are not doing a What's the Delia today. We'll be doing one next week, I believe. Yes, next week. Next week is What's the Delia. And that will be back to being Super Sources segment. But... Today, they are hosting Nina Cinco. So, Nina, when you get your whole thing set up, you got to call Jason Ellis okay, uh, over at Supersource. <laughs> he will take care of you. Are you sure? I, all I heard all this time was just free. That's all I heard was free. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm taking anything free right now. <laughs> well, he does offer a special offer for anybody who comes on our show. Uh -huh. All the people I do interviews that he has a super special secret probation office <laughs> offer. There's my Caddyshack joke. Or probation. We'll talk to after the show. If you really want to talk okay. to him, we'll, we'll get that set up for you because okay, he does good. offer some cool stuff for um, for new customers. Sounds good. 
So today's a big day, Nina. We are going back, or we are going back to phase three. And um, I think there's a lot of confusion as to exactly what phase three means. So I wanted to kind of go over it with you guys as to what does phase three mean as far as restaurants go. Do you know what it means, Nina? I don't. Honestly, I'm <laughs> October 1st. Uh, I'm so confused because people come in and be like, can we sit at the bar? And I'm like, uh, what phase we at? I don't even know. <laughs> I'm so lost track. All I know is all my table is six feet apart. And if you want to sit at the bar, go ahead and sit at the bar, skip about three chairs and go on. I really don't know. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Well, we're going to let you know. We're going we're gonna to inform you right now. All right. Amelia's going to tell you all about it. <laughs> okay. Am I? <laughs> I mean, I think, weren't you already at 50%? So this is what I'm confused about. All what right. is changing today, except that now you can have parties of eight versus six? Everything else, I think, is the same. Because we still, right? Everything else is the same. So I'm going to, I'll break, it, break down it down here real quick. Restaurants and bars are open at 50%. Right. So 50% of your capacity. Now, 50% of your capacity means if you your capacity is 350, you should be able to seat 175. Is that half of that? 50%? You should be able to seat 175 people socially distanced six feet apart. You have max. So it says max 100 patrons per floor and 100 outside. So I think that's really for downtown bars. Like if you have five floors, it's 100 per floor. I mean, if you have, if you're the, Music City Center. I mean, I think it's you're fine. Just do 50% capacity. Um, instead of it being six people per table, now you can go up to eight people per table. And restaurants and bars may now stay open until 11 o'clock p.m. That was already happening, right? I think it was 10 o'clock. It was 10 30. Oh, oh, we have 30 minutes. That's right. <laughs> so that, uh, so the new yeah, ordinance will keep COVID, it keeps COVID out for an extra 30 minutes. Oh. Uh, I'm so sorry to interrupt, but what about this? You have a party of nine. Do you yeah. leave that one person out? Or you have, to, you have to be like five and four separately. I don't know. Here's the rule. The rule of thumb that I've always had is uh, when I'm talking to my restaurants is that if they all live under the same roof, because you've got a mom and dad and there's seven kids. We had six people. There's mom and dads with five kids. And I'm like, if the mom and dad have five kids, I'm not making Sally sit at a different table. Right. You know, I'm. You can, I would seat the whole, the one family there, but if it's like five couples or something, then no, then you have to sit at two separate tables. My birthday dinner, there were eight of us. And I think they just put like two tables of four next to each other. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, if there's nine, I think it, I think you're not supposed to seat them. You're, you're supposed right. to have somebody else at a different table. Right. Um, maybe do a table of four and a table of five. I mean, per, per the guidelines. I mean, yeah. I think it's up to each individual operator, you know, I mean, right. do the right, it's not up to each individual operator, but it's a do the right thing, whatever you decide you want to do. Right. The ordinance is eight people. I mean, so. But it's so confusing. You can go to an event now at 30% of an event space. So like. Say that again. He said today that you can go to an event now, like um, event venues can open at 30% if there's a maximum number there too. So you can be in a gathering now in the mid space at a certain number, but you can't. I don't understand. Are you? Is somebody typing? Mm -hmm. I hear like a little bit of feedback. Something's okay. going on. Like Do you hear that too? Mm -hmm. Wonder what that is. Is it stop? 
There it goes. It's back. Okay. Well, hey, we'll 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 keep rocking and rolling. Uh, real quick to Gary, um, Gary Garrett saying, "Stay true to your roots." Great to see you. All that stuff. Thanks, Gary, for jumping in. Um, Jamie Fingles says, "Congratulations to uh, Nina." out there just to let you know we do have people commenting live if you have a question for nina or if you have a comment for nina <laughs> um <laughs> gary says i thought you were chicken pecking on your keyboard Brandon. <laughs> that's why i was like is somebody on their keyboard <laughs> i typed that, in some earlier but that was like a while ago <laughs> that is a no my keyboard's not working right now so i don't know um, yeah, so um, back to phase three. Yeah, it's all the and same, except for 11 o'clock and eight people, right? Yeah, 11 o'clock, eight people. Um, retail stores are available to open at three quarters, by the way. You're still not allowed to do open containers or to go alcohol. In Midtown and Downtown, right? Yes. Do you do that, Nina? You do to go alcohol? Where'd she go? I don't know. We've lost Nina, ladies and gentlemen. There's no, I'm here. I've just people have been calling in. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> calling in. Yeah. Are you on your phone? I am. Uh, oh. Yeah, because uh, my son's doing some on my iPad and his uh, computer, he said he got to play games. So I guess it's more important. <laughs> He's not watching you, huh? He's not watching you live. He said, "I watch you every day." <laughs> yeah, every day. Yeah, every day. That's awesome. Fair. My Fair. husband don't even listen to me. He was like, "I'm just so scared what you're gonna say, honey." And I'm like, "So, yeah." Every time I do something like this, he doesn't. Um, he doesn't watch me. He's just scared. I'm like, "Hey, we got this far because of right." <laughs> <laughs> So I mean, you guys have got to watch the video. Yeah, he, he um he doesn't listen. Like when I do interviews or when I talk or anything like that, he doesn't. He's like, I already know you, and I just I'm just scared to hear what you're gonna say. Okay. That's, That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, let's um let's jump into some new restaurant openings and announcements. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so we have obviously. Let off with Nina's big news, uh, which I had in my notes for later, but we covered it now. So congrats again to you on your expansion of your empire. You. You. Um, I got word. I'm a little late on the game on the peach tree drive-in. We're open in Woodbine, but it looks really cute. Um, there's a patio, big patio for dining outside, which is really nice right now. Come mm -hmm. up a lamb dip sandwich with um, really good and. So I'm excited to try that out sometime. It's it's hard to keep up with all these things opening as one person. So I love getting tips in my messages and emails about places like this that we can go check out in neighborhoods outside of downtown. So Woodbine, not too far. Um, Silver Sands Cafe reopened, which is a really good piece of news also because they were hit by the tornado. Um, if you don't know about Silver Sands and she, um, then there was like a botched repair job and then COVID hit. And then there was a big fundraiser at Candy. And I think Sean Bach and a bunch of people like collabed on to raise money for them. And Silver Sands reopened on Tuesday. So nice. uh, exciting news for 
a longtime Nashville uh, breakfast and lunch place. Um, also this week, Moonshot Coffee. Uh, it's a cute little place on the ground floor of this new town place suites. It's in between like Germantown and the Capitol building. I don't know what they're calling that area, the Capitol District, maybe. Um, that opened on Tuesday on National Coffee. It is, it is now. Yeah. <laughs> Capital District now. Um, they opened on National Coffee Day, which was Tuesday. And um, also this week, oh, oh and uh, Jeffrey Rhodes is doing the food at that place at Moonshot Coffee. He's from Liberty Common and Butchertown Hall. Okay. And they also have a rooftop spot at the hotel coming soon. Sweet. Um, a lot of coming soon things. Well, Marsh House is back open today. They've been closed for a while. They have a new chef and a new entrance where you can walk in from right off the street in the bowl. So excited to have Marsh House back in my neighborhood. I bet. Um, big news from Sean Brock and the Grand Hyatt Nashville today that they will open next Thursday, October 8th for takeout and delivery only. So it's an interesting time to get fine dining from Sean Brock for takeout. I mean, 2020, everyone. 2020. Right. Someone's um, coming to an end. Exactly. And then he'll open in November for reservations only. And I do think if you um, stay in the hotel, you can get room service from there uh, in the meantime as well. So very exciting time exciting. in Nashville. Also on the 8th of October, Peninsula comes back with their tasting menu, and I'm excited to be there. Um, and uh, Rolf and Daughter and Hope are doing brunch, which has never happened before. So much happening, you guys. So much happening. You said Rolf and Daughters is um, Nina popped off. I'm going to see if that fixes the sound for a second. I wonder if she was getting texts and it was like. That did fix it. So I was I was trying to troubleshoot that because it's just. <laughs> I know. I kept hearing. I was like, typing. Yeah, I think that did it. I think it was her oh. Internet connection, maybe through her um, her oh. provider. She's going to jump back on. Maybe it'll be fixed. OK. Um. What else? What else? There's so much happening. I'm sorry. Yeah, like this is great. This is all really good stuff. <laughs> um, Nikki's Coal Fired Bagels announced they're permanently going to be on weekends at um, Insert Chef here on 12 South. Is that right? And uh, Otaku yeah. and Otaku East. So that's exciting for Nikki for Nikki's Coal Fired Bagels, which I still have in my freezer, and I'm very excited to have in my freezer. <clears throat> Couple more things I've got. Um, Tennessee Brew Works. I just got an email that they are they're uh, um, expanding their bar at the airport. So they have that kiosk. Before. It's going to be a full bar now in the same area that opened there in 2016. Sweet. And I think the last one I have um, is a closure. I noticed um, Revelator Coffee in Hillsborough Village. I was there the other day, and they were no longer. So two coffee yeah. shops in the last week. Um, Zoli and uh, I don't know when Revelator close but i just noticed it so that's my uh, word vomit of restaurant news <laughs> wow and i missed something so i'll hit you back with that later <laughs> oh you did great we've got um we got a quick hiring update ah. brought to you by foe and bow F-O-H and B-O-H dot com is the new way to hire and be hired in Music City. Are you familiar with foeandbow.com, Nina? I'm not. That's the first time. I thought it was actually pho, uh, the noodle soup. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, is this a Vietnamese hiring site? <laughs> 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 
no, but you can send me that link because I definitely need some more employees. So. So this is such a cool thing because you know what they do at Foambo? Like, so right now, if you want to hire somebody, you have to go like on Instagram or Facebook and then uh, Indeed or whatever it might be. I just said their name, but some other place. And you have to create a job and then you have to post it. Then you have to wait for people to to like, you know, send in their resumes. And you got to filter through like 40 resumes. You got to call them and then people just don't show up. So what they've decided, what they've done is they've created a website They've got a ton of people who this is Nashville only. It's a locally owned and operated company. It's a woman owned company. Wow. And what they do is they have, there's, there's, I, they don't mean saying how many people are on there. There's a lot of people, thousands of thousands of people uh, who are restaurant professionals in Nashville. They go on as a candidate, you create a profile, you put all of the things that you want. I can work these shifts on these days. I want to make this much money. I want to be a bartender. I want to be a line cook. I want to be a host. Whatever it is, you create your profile and then you as a restaurant owner, you go on and you need a job. You need a line cook. You create a line cook position. You tell them what you're going to pay. You put in the days you need the people. You put in, you offer insurance. You put in, there's a little questionnaire. It takes literally three minutes. Wow. You hit, okay. You hit find candidate and it pulls up immediate matches from the thousands of people who are on the site right now who want to work. Yeah. It pulls up. You'll see 50 immediate matches or whatever the number is, if it's 30, 50, 500 immediate matches of people that match all those criteria, you can look at their profile, click a button that says request interview done. Wow. So you don't have to oh, okay. create the I job. Yeah. Send a job. You don't have to do any of that. You just immediately go on there. You need to hire people tomorrow. You sign up for Foambo. There's people on there waiting right now. You can interview wow. as many people as you want. There's one okay. low price monthly payment and you can hire as many people as you want. Thank you for that. I definitely going to need that for sure. Yes. You definitely need to give it a shot. If you are out there and you own a restaurant and everything I just now told you sounds too good to be true. It's not. This is a real thing. Uh, we have some special rates. Again, Nina, we're going to talk about this special rates, especially for multiple restaurants. We've set up an email address, Brandon at FOH and BOH.com. Please send me a message that says, hey, we want to see a demo. We will get a demo set up for you personally. Uh, Jasper just made an amazing entrance to. <laughs> and I was like, oh, so cute. I, have, I do have a complaint after this is over. Her cat has a uh, new restaurant coming up. <laughs> Jasper. Um, <laughs> so no, that is it. That is, uh, there is, there is um, lots of restaurants right now that are on Fo and Bo that are hiring people every single day i'm going to give you a list of just some restaurants that if you go create a profile on phone right now you can get a job at edley's martin's amerigo the all-new jaspers the grand hyatt cinema wow Rick Top's new river house restaurant mare bowl green hills grill santo a piece liberty common mojo tacos hawkers and then all the a marshall hospitality restaurants and many, many more. These are the people that you can go work for right now. And hopefully very soon, Tai Isan. <laughs> so, uh, yes, lots of people are going to phase three. We've announced that that doesn't mean a whole lot. But restaurants are ramping up to get back going, bringing people back. If you need a job, go sign up. If you want to hire people, this is for you. So. What did you have, Delia? What, what is Jasper doing over here? I have a complaint and a question for any cat owners that might be out here. 
Um, so, you know, we moved into this new place and he meows starting at like 3 a.m. every night. And if I ignore him, he continues to meow. And if I give him attention, he continues to meow. And if we shut the door, he scratches the door and meows. Also, he has claws. And we got this brand new leather sofa delivered yesterday. Yesterday. Came home from dinner and he has clawed the crap out of it. He's using it like it's his home base and running around leaping. And oh so he crashed the brand new couch. And I've been so stressed out about it. And then he just made an appearance. And I was like, I'm about to call him out and ask for any solutions. Should I put like a grandma slip cover on the couch? What? I mean, I don't believe in declawing anymore because I've read too much information. I don't want to do it. But I need like a really good nail trimmer or a really <laughs> good current for him on this couch. So if you're watching right now, if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, post a comment. If you know what to do, if you're a cat person and your cat, how do you stop the cat from jumping on the leather sofa? He's I'm just, gonna. I, I I'm the guy that would say, "Don't buy the leather sofa." I know. I, I thought I was like, it was a good price, and I was like, well, he's never scrapped up any other sofa. It's something about this Italian leather. I don't know. <laughs> or maybe it's like a new place because we have a puppy, and he's, he's running like, around. Huh? He just runs around on it, and I think he's excited to have space. It probably. It's a but, new home, maybe. Oh my god. It's, this is his third move, and this is the first time he's called up any furniture. This is so. This is like mini. What's the deal on? What's the deal with my cat? Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, did I, uh, when are you gonna? Where are you gonna eat your queso at? Uh, do what? Where are you gonna eat your um, queso at? You got a new patio space for your queso? Oh yeah, I got a I got a nice new patio. Uh huh. I got my. I'm gonna go get my dining room table. I can even eat on eat a dining room table now. So. <laughs> That's nice. Somebody just said cats suck, Nina Rocks. (laughs) Yes. Matt Leff of Rhizome Productions, uh, who does a very cool show. If you're a beer person out there, go follow Rhizome Productions. He does a show where he interviews um, really like like big time beer producers and brewmasters. And if you're a beer nerd, follow Matthew Leff and Rhizome Productions. They do a great great show uh similar to this that's live all the time thank you matt for watching you are the best he says yes he he's so sweet <laughs> you know matt and i went way back like way back really mm-hmm. since king market but at least 15 years oh wow oh he's a good dude he was he was by the way matt left was the very first uh interview that i did for this show oh, was he if you go back, episode two is an interview with Matthew Lepp. I put a I put a thing on Facebook and go, who wants to be interviewed? And he was like, I'm game. He lives like 10 houses down from me. He's like, I'm game. Let's go. And I'm like, let's talk. So one night we just got on the phone. It was amazing. It was an awesome show. Awesome. He said, uh, show. Matthew Lepp's an OG King Market crew. Welcome. <laughs> I love it. We love Matthew Love. Hopefully, hopefully, this event business gets back up and running here pretty soon, man. We got to get you back on the show and and learn about what's happening right now with all that. This new up to to 500 people are now allowed. Matt, you got anything to say about the new phase Mm -hmm. three? Anything uh, new going on with events right now? Let us know. Um, I'll send you a link and come on right now. Um, And Seven minutes or eight minutes, we are going to have our local legend of the week. 
Daniel Majapinto will be on the show, and he is the owner of Cafe Nona's in Sylvan Park, which is an absolute Nashville legend. If you like classic Italian food, and um, every time that I go eat at Cafe Nona, I feel like I'm transported to Europe. Oh, I need to go. I need to go a lot of places, but I end up always at work. You're always at work. <laughs> always at work, yeah. <laughs> you're right you are so and you're about to be always more at work yeah. maybe i'll have to start like being personal uber eats and i'll just deliver you food at work <laughs> but you know i'm a i like i told brandon before i'm such a chain restaurant and fast food kind of girl yesterday i ordered cheesecake factory so. <laughs> it was good too <laughs> oh god la 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 I mean, you know, I grew up, you know, <laughs> that's all we knew. Well, that's why I grew up with in Alabama. I mean, fast food, chain restaurants. Oh, yeah. And it was 50% off DoorDash, so I had to take advantage of that, right? 50% <laughs> off, like, the whole thing? Yeah, like, um, it's first time me logging on DoorDash, so they gave oh. me 50%, so I took advantage of it. <laughs> did you get some cheesecake? I did. I got the cherry something, oh, nice. and I got the uh, Thai salad, and then... I I got the carbonara. It was good. Did you approve of the Thai salad? Um, I mean, <laughs> I wasn't cooking it. Let's just say, yeah. you know, it, it was nice for to get served sometime. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's really nice. That's why I, I like. Um, I don't know. I just sometimes I don't even eat because I get so busy. But for you know, for DoorDash to come and my server helped me put it on the plate, it was actually nice. <laughs> My, you know, my server, they helped me. Like, let me play it for you, Nina, because, you know, you're so tired all the time. Like, I am. It was Aww. nice. At least I felt like I was in some kind of restaurant, right? Even though it's my own. But <laughs> well, we are going to, um, we're just going to hang out with you, Nina. You get to okay. you get to control the conversation for five more minutes before we before we have to bid you adieu. Mm -hmm. And we jump in with, with Chef Daniel. But um, what do you want to talk about? What's on your mind? What's on your heart? What do you want to What do you want to talk about? Um, I don't know. I'm just overwhelmed with so much love that Nashville had given me, like this past couple months, and then this past few days here. I just want to tell everybody, thank you so much for loving me and believing in me and my dreams and all the support. I mean, it was just very overwhelming. That's all. This week, I, I I'm just overwhelmed. I don't have much going on except focusing on Brentwood, focusing on Fifth and Broad. So what are you focusing on? Like when you're opening Brentwood, what are the things that you have to do right now? What's on? What's the first things that you're trying to set up? How I'm going to take all that purple booth out. How I'm going to take that orange floor out. <laughs> Design. Oh my God. I feel like, I feel like, um, gosh, have y'all seen Nama? I mean, I love, I used to eat Nama Ellison all the time. I've been doing that color one. Color yeah. in there. It's just like, it was just so much color. Mm -hmm. It was orange. It was purple. It was, it was just so much. It was a <laughs> lot. And then now I got to get with some upholstery people. Some I don't know. And then, you know, and I got to get with a whole bunch of people this next week here. And then at the same time, and then I gotta call people to come and sanitize the whole place down because I don't know. I'm scared. Mm -hmm. um, so we got a lot of work to do ahead of us yeah. before they come and um, ambush that place. So. And you're going to be right next door to Maple Street Biscuit Company. Mm-hmm. It's going to be exciting. You know who's uh, right down the street from you also is uh, Soy Bistro. 
Yes, I love Soy Bistro. Oh my gosh. Is yeah. that not uh Kinji is the guy that uh, owns that place now. He just yeah. changed hands. He was the manager. He just bought it. Yeah. Him and his wife Jen and um he's like one of the best people in the they're world. Really, really sweet. And Chris and his wife was very sweet too. I wonder what they're doing. I haven't um heard anything what they're about to do. Who? Chris? The previous owner? Oh, are they doing something else? Oh. I don't know. I haven't heard anything, mm -hmm. but um, I mean, that was such a great business. I wonder why they gave it, it up. Solid, yeah. I, I, you know what? I think it was a lot of, I think they're like you, you know? I mean, it's a lot of work and they're tired. And I think that Kenji was one of those guys that just loves to get in there and work every day and wanted to take ownership. And I think that um, they were like, hey, you're going to do us proud and make it well, then then do it. And I think wow. it was more of a respect. That thing. was a really shocking to me, though. I was like, what? Because mm -hmm. they did so well. It was so mm -hmm. solid, right? I mean, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden when I saw on uh, Instagram, I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, what happened? Was it COVID? Was it what? Right. But, um, I never asked, so. But I've been in the works. For, it wasn't because of COVID. It's been in the works for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. But um, that bibimbap that they do there. It's so good. Yes, it is good. So good. <laughs> the, the the skillet bibimbap <laughs> is the yeah. best thing, like, next to Nina Hot. It's really good. Actually, I'm going to go have lunch there Monday. I got a lunch <laughs> meeting there Monday. Oh, nice. Yeah. Do Hopefully it. they don't think I'm going to go scoop them out, but, I mean, I'm going to ask them to go lunch, and I'm like, okay, let's just go to Soy Bistro, because I haven't had it in a while. Yeah, I, I try and get it like as much as I can. If I'm ever in that area around lunchtime, I'm like, oh, I'm in Brentwood around lunchtime. I'm going to go get Soy Bistro. <laughs> no, every um, time I'm in that area, I'd be like, oh, my God. Um, what's that burger place by Taco Bell? <laughs> the um, burger place by Taco Bell? Yeah, right there in Maryland Way. Um, backyard Burgers? Oh, backyard yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> every time I think about Maryland Ways, I think about Backyard Burger. I mean, you know, everybody think about, you know, wherever you go. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's real talk, right? I mean, why not? I, you know, there's, you know, they have a new place right over there, right down the street. You'll have to get used to. So there's a couple places right there in that little Brentwood area. Uh -huh. um, there's a place called Peace, Love, and Little Donuts. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. I see Oh, that. my gosh. Really? They have, all right, check it out. They make these little donuts to order, okay? It's like, you, they're tiny donuts, and then they top them. They have a Lucky Charms donut. Right, so they they put like a like a pink frosting on the donut, and then they load it up with Lucky Charms marshmallows. Oh, that's it's called good. it's called magically delicious. Nice, I bet they do like a Heath Bar donut. They do they have a whole selection of tiny donuts, and they're made fresh. They make the donuts like there's like a machine that makes the donuts, and then they're like fresh hot donuts, and okay. they top them and give them to you right then and there. They're amazing. Oh my there's also around the corner for me. Right around the corner, like okay, like for us on the is right around the corner, like on like where Jenny's ice cream is, like on that Ooh, side, okay. or like down towards Muya and uh, Eat the Frog Fitness. Is it new? Okay. Yes, it's um, it's not new. There's, I don't know how new it is. I mean, I just noticed them like this past month. We took the kids there last week and got a dozen donuts and like tried them all. Yeah, um, I posted them on my Instagram. I think. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I really think that's what I'm gonna be eating out a lot. Once I head over there in January, I think that's what I'm gonna be doing. I'm just gonna um eat out every day. Yeah, I'm gonna be eating tiny donuts. Yeah, 
I get tired of eating my food. I don't even want to look at it. I mean, I am so tired of my food. <laughs> like, I would leave my restaurant and go to someone else's Thai restaurant and order the same thing. <laughs> Is that sad? Is that sad? That's sad, huh? <laughs> Right? This is this is where your husband's Real like, talk. I don't want to hear her. Real talk. Like, I'm around it all day, smell it all day. And um, when I see people come eat at the restaurant, I'm like, you come here three, four times a week. Aren't you tired of it? They're like, no, we love it. I'm like, thank you. You know what I mean? Because I want to know, because I do the same thing. But I'm like, I guess I'm around it so much where it's just like, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what? I don't know if realer words have ever been spoken on this show. True. What? I don't know if realer words have ever been spoken on this show. Right? Sometimes I just I mean, so we're so we're so in this like promotional machine of like, you need to come try this dish. It's fantastic. You're like, y'all, no bullshit. Like, I'm tired of my food. Like, yeah. but you eat it all the time. I mean, that's a thing. Like yeah. that happens to anybody. I love your honesty. I mean, I'm honest. You know me. I mean, you know me. I'm honest. I let you know how it is. So <laughs> Well, you are amazing. I'm so I'm so happy you decided to stay with us today. Yes, thank you. Thanks for taking time. Oh, anytime. I always make time for you, girl. <laughs> anytime, Brandon. Uh, yes. What you call it? Have you seen your brother? I saw him uh, last week. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna see week? him in like 30 minutes, actually. Yeah, oh, having dinner. It is we. Are, it is my mom's birthday today. Oh. And so your mom. When, when we get done with the roundup, happy birthday, mom. Mm -hmm. When we get done with the roundup, I'm going to take a trip through the woods through my backyard to my parents' house. <laughs> and um, we are going to have everybody there. We're going to have a little celebration, just just oh. our immediate family. But yeah. Who's Who's kids, everybody. What's that? Who's cooking? Dude, I don't even know. I've, I don't even know. I don't even know what the food situation is like. I know that my sister's. No, I you know what my si I do know what's happening. My sister's husband uh, is cooking, and he's making chicken thighs. He has like this famous chicken that he makes, and he's grilling like slow roasting chicken thighs. Nice. And I'm pretty excited about eating his food. And then we're gonna do like you know little apps and snacks, mm -hmm. and maybe like hot dogs for the kiddos, you know, because that's all kids eat. Yeah, that's awesome. Talking about chicken, so um, I don't know what it is, but. There's so many hot chicken places here in Nashville, and I really don't want to throw my chicken out there. But um, people keep asking me, why don't I do fried chicken? Let me just put it out there. I don't know how to fry chicken. I don't know the batter, and I'm not going to try. I'm going <laughs> to leave that to Hattie B's and all the chicken places, okay, just to clear for everyone. Because everyone's like, Nina, we want you to do Nina um, hot Nina. chicken. Nina, hot this. No, that's not my specialty. My specialty is just cooking stuff that I know. So for all the chicken lovers out there, I don't do fried chicken because I don't know how. <laughs> don't do fried chicken because you do not know how. know how. I mean, I know how to fry chicken, but I don't know how the batter is. And I was talking right. to Terry about it the other day. Terry, he he's such an amazing person and amazing chef and pit master. But um, I'm going to all them. Yes. Mm -hmm. And he came. He said he came up with a really good fried chicken, and I believe it. But I'm going to leave all the fried chicken to all y'all chicken people i'm not gonna do fried chicken the only thing that i do is my bangkok wing fried with no batter that's mm -hmm. all i know how to do i'm gonna leave the batter to everybody else <laughs> uh jamie fingo says do your food from your heart yeah don't try and do something you know how to do do it 
Lord yeah. knows we have no shortage of fried chicken. So you yeah, do. I don't do fried chicken. The only fried chicken I do is with no batter. It gonna be uh, what? Well, well, it gonna be naked, naked chicken. So it's healthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm like, I don't do that. I don't do um, I do good spaghetti, Thai spaghetti. Um, Shane Nasby, if you're listening, you already know. Uh, Katie Cross, you know, they try my spaghetti, and I use ragu, and I tweaked it. Is it spicy? It sure was. Okay. Yeah. Is it a secret menu? Do you have a secret menu? <laughs> it was ragu. Buy one, get one free public. <laughs> <laughs> and I tweaked it and they loved it. <laughs> you gave it to one of the uh, two best chef in Nashville and um two of the best chef in Nashville and they approved. So I guess it was good. All right. Well, we are going to say goodbye to the lovely and talented Nina. Um, Nina Pinto. Congratulations on your new locations. We're going to bring in Chef Daniel Maja Pinto now. But uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. And I'll see you soon. Bye, D. I'll see you bye. soon. Okay. Good to see thank you. you. Okay, bye. All right, so we are bringing in right now Daniel Majapinto, the owner and chef at Cafe Nona, and his appearance today is brought to you by Mobile Fixture. Uh, Mobile Fixture is your equipment headquarters and so much more. They are there through the entire process. They'll help you plan your kitchen, sell you the equipment, install it, and make sure you know all the specs, you know how to use it. Uh, they are true professionals when it comes to kitchen equipment. So if you are opening a restaurant or just need an upgrade, go to NashvilleRestaurantRadio.com, click the Sponsors tab, and set up an appointment today. They're located in Smyrna. They've got a showroom. They love to talk to you and learn all about your business and help set you up for success. Without further ado, welcome, Chef Maja Pinto. Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you for the opportunity. Man, it's so good to see you. Last time I saw you was in the Costco parking lot. That's right. And uh, I tend to see you all over town because you're a Nashvillian. <laughs> We're all we, <laughs> we shopping all at different places for the restaurant. Yeah, I, I usually see the most chefs I usually see is at K&S Market. Yes, that's a that's definitely a, a favorite and a good place to run to for your last minute needs. If you ever want to run into a chef um, randomly, go to KNS Market and hang out because that is where they all go. <laughs> so, how you been, man? We're bringing you on today as a local legend. We like to highlight people that have been in the business who have created this culinary scene that we have, and I absolutely believe you are one of those. You are one of the the forefathers of this Nashville culinary scene. How have you been doing? I've been good. I've been good. I, I mean, I feel honored to be considered part of that because, you know, it was what helped build the foundation for Nashville growing into such a culinary hub. You know, I mean, it's just it's just a great feeling. But we're doing well. We're, you know, working through all of this craziness and, you know, we're just doing the best we can. And and um, and then, you know, bringing bringing consistent food to people and trying to fill their appetites and keep them engaged, you know, and, and, and remembering us because there are a lot of other, you know, choices and stuff, but we, uh, we try to, you know, put um, like everybody does some love in our food with a little potion in there just to, you know, make a, make them want us more. 
You know, I think <laughs> consistency is something that you do. You guys do really well. You're just you're consistent, and I think that's really important. Um, and you guys have been busy. I mean, did you did you close? You've been doing takeout since the pandemic started, pretty much, right? Yeah, pretty much. We uh, what was that? Like that was like March thirteenth, fifteenth, somewhere around the middle of March. They decided to close everything down, but you were still able to do the the to go orders. And we, you know, fortunately, I had started that to go platform like in 2017 with the third party things and, and that type of thing. And, and there was even times where I delivered, you know, some, um, some local orders for regulars and stuff that didn't want to go through them because they didn't want to have to pay all that extra charge. Right. And, um, and yeah, so we had a, you know, a foot in the door with that. Um, you know, we didn't have to add it to our, to our program. It was already there. So that helped a lot yeah, that's and it adds to the bottom line. So, Absolutely. So chef, one of the things we like to ask our local legends is let's teach the youngsters. Let's teach the youngsters in this town who've just got here. What does it take? What is the magic potion? What is the secret to your success? What has kept you around so long? Um, like Delia was saying, you know, the desire to be consistent, you know, and focus on what you're actually providing for you know for uh, for the community that you know the food and the the service and you know trying to dot the i's and cross the t's on all of those all the time every day i think i heard you talk on on one of the uh one of the broadcasts about you know going into a place and 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 you know they're all grouped together there's no recognition there's no you know there's 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 those finer things that that make that initial um, you know, initial uh, reservation or, or night or, or even lunch, you know, memorable or even just enjoyable and to feel neglected or not to, um, feel special. you know, like people have other, other um, things on their mind and whatnot, that it's, it, it's not good for the customers, you know? So we, we strive on consistency and I think, you know, I'm a workaholic anyway. So, you know, that has a lot to do with it too. You have to be willing to put the hours in. I mean, you know, and I'm not talking 60 hours a week, you know, I'm talking 80, 90 hours a week in the beginning when you, you know, a lot of these places now have large um, staffs and, 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 and backing and stuff. So they can, you know, a lot of the people may not necessarily be overworked. Like if you open a place strictly by yourself and you know, you're the, you're the show and, and you have to control everything, you know, uh, front of the house, back of the house. So it just takes a lot of love and it's a love hate relationship. You'll hate it, you know, but then you'll love it. Cause it's so, it's so satisfying, you know, it's so gratification. So you know, I remember, I remember years of, you know, being in this business for a long time, but you, there's all the taste of music cities. There's uh, I see Paul Brennan just gave a thumbs up. They do uh Nash or is it local flavors? Tennessee flavors is the event that they do over at Nashville state, but right. you're like, every time I go to one of those, you're there, you're part of the community. Like you're, you're not just a guy who's out here. Like this has been something that's been part of who you are, the fabric of this culinary community i've seen you do cooking classes but you you genuinely are a guy that cares and i think that there's there's a lot to be said for that yeah i think you know you know a lot of people enjoy serving the 
serving the community and, and, and doing fundraisers and stuff like that. And I'm definitely one of those people. I, um, you know, I, I just figured, you know, also in the beginning when you're trying to watch a budget and everything that that's all free marketing, except for what your food cost is, you know, and if I'm doing it and I have, uh, the restaurant covered, I, I don't see it's, it's like one of those things. It's a no brainer, you know, just, you know, do it, but I do it because I enjoy it. And, um, and I like to be part of the community and, 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 and we give as much as we can, you know, during the tornado, even, you know, for the essential workers. Um, and we still do things for different organizations, you know, um, you know, meals or just uh, like a buffet type of thing or, or whatever, you know, but we just are, we're community and family, you know, oriented, so to say, but yet we try to, you know, have a little bit of our signature uh, touch on our food and that type of thing. A hundred percent. I absolutely love that. So if you're out there right now and you're listening to this and you're thinking, gosh, where should we go this weekend? It's, it's Friday. We're looking to go out. This, this guy who likes to talk on Nashville restaurant radio keeps yelling. We need to go out and eat local. This, this is it folks. Um, you need to go out. If you haven't been to cafe Nona in a long time, or you're trying to plan what you're going to do, Go by and see Chef Daniel Majapinto. Who's who's running your kitchen? Are you you're not doing the chefly everyday chef duties, are you? No, there's um, there's you know I've I've stepped away a little bit to to concentrate on like you say community. My uh, my my known as gourmet foods where I do, uh, make sauce and donate it for St. Jude's. But I mean I can always get back to that. But my main you know people in the kitchen are people that have been with me minimum of six years. I have somebody that's been there in the kitchen 16 years and who is it uh it's a, a guy named juvie he's a spanish guy and he started out as a dishwasher you know 15 16 years ago and just had a desire to cook and is amazing and, and those he, are the people let's call him out you know let's let's say juvie you're the man yeah That's juvie's awesome. the man juvie's the man jen jen monk she's the she's uh she's a fantastic woman she runs it luis He's in there kicking, kicking butt too. I mean, the front of the house does what they need to do. The back of the house, you know, picks up their slack. And I try to tell them that, you know, your job is the kitchen. It's not the front of the house. The front of the house, your job is the front of the house. It's not the kitchen. So, you know, they all know what their boundaries are and they allow each other to do, you know, what they need to do. And a lot of times that helps with consistency because you're not, your mind's not muddled with, with all this other kind of front of the house, back of the house attacks and stuff. Yeah. We want to keep away from creating silos, but at the same point, do the things you know you're really good at and focus on them and, and knock them out of the park. Right. Absolutely. Deal. You got a question. We've got a couple of comments. Paul Brennan says, we truly appreciate you chef. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate you. Um, Gary Garrett, who's, um, had also he had he's got some, he's been commenting all day. New methods of giving will cost you a lot of money up front. Within three months, you will not be using new equipment or tools. Um, he must have a day off today if he's been <laughs> doing it all day. Um, and then Jamie says, "I love that you give back to your community, and that's that's really one of the hallmarks of things that that's that's who you are. I mean, you've you've always had a spirit of service. You've always given to your community, and um, that's that's why we want to highlight you, right?" Well, thanks, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, we've we we've been doing it 
before day one, you know, before we opened up. So we, you know, we, uh, we just keep on doing it. We keep on plugging. I mean, there's, there's people that need things out there and there's, you know, causes that need money raised. And, and if my meatballs can help raise some money and bring people in for $50 a head or whatever it is, then let's do it, you know? Um, but, uh, but it's, it's also joyful to see the people come and they talk to you and tell you how much they actually, you know, enjoy your restaurant. And that is self-satisfying in itself and, and honorable. I mean, it's, it's such an honor to, to, to have people talk to you like that. Absolutely. I guess the question I have is going to be service focused. We've talked a lot about service and how it can make or break an experience. I think that's something that you also do well there beyond like the consistency of the food is consistency of service. I was griping earlier this week because there is a bar that is very near to where I live and if they ever acted like they recognized me and didn't tell me, tell me they were closed 30 minutes before they're actually supposed to close um, as if I'm a tourist, then I would go there a lot. And so something that you do differently is like you remember people and you pay attention. And I think you wouldn't turn someone away 30 minutes before close just to come in for a drink. Like, so what's the secret sauce uh, with your restaurant in mind to the good service and what you do so well there? Um, that, you know, is, is just the love of seeing smiling people want to come in and, and people coming in through the door and, and recognizing faces, you know, uh, who have, some people have not been there for 10 years and they come in or some people live in the neighborhood and they come in twice a week, but just recognizing them and, and, and saying, you know, hello to them, ask them how they're doing, not smother them unless they want to be smothered, you know, um, <laughs> and some do, some do, but, um, you know, and seeing their faces when they sit down and how happy they are and and just the joy that they feel when they sit in there. I mean, it's just it's just sort of an amazing feeling. And, um, you know, just uh, well, you guys were saying one other show about just recognizing somebody, you know, when they come in the door so they don't feel like they're being shut out, whether it's busy or not, you know, um, and a lot of people we recognize, you know, we know what they want, what they drink, they, they come in the same thing. And, and those are all keys to service. I think that I didn't develop, but that I just followed from working in other places and learning, um, you know, growing up in the industry, um, and, uh, just, you know, wanting to provide, you know, uh, positive customer service all the time. But as you know, I mean, you can't always please, you know, some customers, but you try your best to do so. And you just, you know, you, you kind of try to smother them with love, you know, and then, and do what you do. Well, to your, to your point, exactly Delia. And I love that answer, Daniel. I, I just, I'm sorry to call you Daniel. You go by Dan or I, I've always called you Daniel. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. It's all good. They call me Danny growing up. So they call me Daniel down here, Daniel growing up, you know, Dan here and there. So I, I answered all. <laughs> well, I, um, do you take, how do you, do you take reservations? Yeah. We call up. We, I think we have, uh, uh, uh we'll just bring it on or we just brought on some, uh, reservation system. If you go to hello, Nashville, uh, Cafe Nona, hello Nashville, I think it is dot com, and um, it can uh, you can you can place uh, you know place to go order or make a reservation. Excellent. So that's that's what I wanted to say um, to people out there who are listening. If you're if you go to restaurants and you don't feel like you're appreciated, you feel like you're doing them a disservice because you know, a lot of these places you can walk in and you're like, <clears throat> hello, and they're like, oh, 
how many, or did you make her like, it's just this whole attitude. Yeah. This you walk into cafe Nona and if you've ever been to Europe and you like the little cafe, it's you're not a little cafe, but like the vibe in there, it's just so, it's so nice. It's just like the best feeling. It's like a warm, I've come home. I need to be here. The food is authentic. It's fantastic. You've been around. When did you open? We opened in 99. So we're 21, 21 years. And, uh, you know, originally we were probably, we were the smallest restaurant. We had less than 40 seats at the time because you had to have 37 to get a wine license. We didn't have the pad, two patios. Um, and then, uh, you know, we started putting flip up tables and leafs in between tables and different things like that. And, and we were able to fit, fit more people, 50 inside, you know, 20 on the patio. Now we have a front patio, but yeah, there's a lot more restaurants right now that are actually probably smaller than what we actually started out with. But, you know, it was, it, I, I like small restaurants because they're always, you know, they always look filled. So, <laughs> you know, that kind of starts the buzz right there. And, uh, you know, wow, it's filled. It must be great. And when they get in there and realize that it is great, then they, you know, the, it becomes, you know, something that they put in the list of places they love to go, you know, what they choose from. What's If somebody's never been there before, first of all, shame on you, but if there's somebody who's never been there before, what's the thing that they got to get? What's the, what's like the, the dish that is the most popular and then that's what's the most popular dish number one and number two if i'm the owner if i'm you what's what's the best thing between between us nobody's listening just between us what's the best what's the best what's the best oh the lamb shanks you know is is really good um it's braised for four or five hours it's got its beans and greens saute type of thing with it it's got this really decadent sauce that's the reduction of the braising liquid uh, the the seafood Angelina. I mean, some of these dishes have been on there for 21 years, and for the reason that if I there are some dishes that I've taken off, and people want me to make them again. So I'm like, well, you know, I always do specials and stuff like that to help help different stuff. But those are two of the main ones: the lasagna Nona, the butternut squash spinach lasagna. We do do a bolognese lasagna which is uh, which is really good as well and it's a it's a popular sell uh, but are probably our most popular uh section of the menu is that mix and match pasta section that i that i came up with and it was i don't know 30 years ago at a place i ate in 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 new york probably somewhere on the east you know 70s on the east side and they had this thing and i was like wow this is kind of different you know i never really thought of anything but then when i came around and started cooking and doing, um, you know, coming up with a menu that it, you know, it was something that I wanted to do because it gives people choices of what they want, you know, and I would have to say that over 21 years, I mean, we've probably sold, you know, I don't know, 600,000 or more pastas, you know, over, over that time, you know, so, you know, it's, it's definitely probably the most popular because people create things. It allows them to create what they want. And then that's what they, they that's the, that's the only place that they really can get it. Cause if you go to somewhere else and they don't have it specifically on the menu, they're subbing this and subbing that. And a lot of places don't like to do it. So it sort of brings people back. Or when they come back there, they say, Oh yeah, I had to come back here to get that pasta I created, you know, 
last year or something like that or last week. So, you know, I'd say those those things, the lasagnas, the the seafood Angelina, which is, you know, really rich broth uh, with uh, heavy cream and saffron in it, some seafood, baby clams, the uh, the lamb shank, definitely for sure. Do you still have the pizza um, that has the pear? The pear. No, we, uh, right. No, we don't because we. Uh, the reason why I opened up the pizzeria was because making pizzas in my small kitchen on top of my menu was just starting to become crazy, and the whole flour gluten free thing was you know was starting to starting to evolve and you know we're rolling out pizzas and it's sort of the same place where you're doing other stuff and you know so i figured cross-contamination so we got that space became available and then we got that wood-fired oven and that was the uh it had the um the prosciutto the pears and it had the gorgonzola oh and uh yeah what was that pizza called? three graces it was called the three graces hallelujah that was the best damn pizza I've ever had in my life. I mean, that was, you know, it's so simple. You know, it was so simple. But, um, yeah, but that, uh, my business partner, Bob Sillers, who, you know, has been a big uh, influence in uh, in all the years. I mean, he, he was with me for almost the whole 21 years. He passed away in uh, August of 2018. So um, I just decided to dial back and, uh, and close, you know, the, the pizza side down. Um, and just continue with what the tradition has been, and that's Cafe Nona. That's what he used to call the goose that laid the golden egg. So, you know, uh, so we figured, you know, I figured let me just run with that. And that's that's where we've been since 2018. Well, I can't thank you enough. Delia, do you have any more questions for, for Chef? No, just uh, thanks for all you do for Nashville and all you have done, and hope to see you soon. Yes, absolutely. Just let me know. This has been a blast. I appreciate you guys for what you do and and what you bring in everybody's eyes. So uh, keep it up, and and you're knocking it out of the ballpark. Well, thank you very and much. The New York Mets hat, even though they were in last place this year, but you know, <laughs> hey, you got to represent, right? <laughs> exactly. This well, thank you for all you do. And <laughs> thank you for for always being a friend to me and being a salesperson who was just trying to make his way throughout town for so many years. You were always so gracious and you were always willing to teach me something new, but you were always somebody who welcomed me into the restaurant with open arms. And I will never forget that you've, you're, you're a true, um, your spirit of service and just who you are is an amazing individual. I'm so honored to have you on the show. I'm going to contact you. We're going to do a full interview. Okay. We're gonna talk for an hour. It's going to be awesome. Thank you for being our local legend. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. Have a All great right. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye. I tell you, I love that guy. Good guy. I haven't been in there in a while. I need to go back. Uh, I was just thinking, my sister turns 40 on October the 3rd. And yeah. not it wasn't the last time we were there, but we went to Cafe Nona for her 30th. Oh. Was that the last time? Was not the last time you said? Not the last time I was there, but on my Facebook, because I just signed up for Facebook. Like when my first post was, I checked in at Cafe Nona, I think. <laughs> I guess I've gotten takeout from there, but other than that, last time, like actually the only good Bumble date I ever had was there. 
Maybe it was the vibe. Maybe it was just a good vibe. But like, I, there was never a second date, but it was like not a terrible date. <laughs> I mean, something. <laughs> something. You are too funny. All right. Um, what else? We had bar. We had some bar stuff to talk yeah. about. And then we're going to get into the Nashville hot list, which is my list. Da, da, da. My competing list. <laughs> do, you have a, um, do you have a song? Like a drum roll? No, I don't even have my logo yet, but I will. This is the list is a little premature, um, but we're going to have the whole thing rolled out next month. It's going to be amazing. All right. What do you got as far as uh, the bar scene? Well, this segment's brought to you by Pennington Distilling Company, um, located there in the nations. They're the very first grain to glass Tennessee sour match batch whiskey, um, sour mash whiskey. Made in Nashville, made in Nashville since Prohibition. There's many others, but they are the first one since Prohibition, and they're doing a damn good job with Davidson's Reserve. So go pick up a bottle today, or next time you're out, make sure you ask for it. It's really good, and it's local. Support our local people. Awesome. What do you got? Drinks? Okay, guess where we went last night for the first time? I've only gotten takeout from there before. I went to Germantown Pub. Yes. It was my first time there. And we just went by after dinner for a drink. And it was packed. There was trivia going on. Um, so we snagged like the last seat on the patio, which it was nice out. So it's great, great time for patios and social distancing and all that. But we had great service. And the drinks are like cheap for cocktails in Nashville. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a neighborhood pub. I know. But I, I mean, in Germantown, I think I usually pay like $15 for like this sort of cocktail. And it was $9 there. And then uh my guy got a beer and a shot for eight dollars which i guess is a special every day of the week except saturday maybe but that's a good deal yeah they do the beer and a shot thing they're um they're all over they're a cool little neighborhood pub man i mean they're not like super hoity-toity yeah no it's going there it's anybody's welcome good it's a it's a melting pot you walk in there Mm -hmm. and you're like there is not one like demographic of people that is hanging out here. It's everybody. It's yeah, awesome. I liked it. Um, and the Syracuse Travis maybe was super nice and was telling us we had to try the wings. And I was like, I just ate like eight things. So I got to come back for the wings. He said the trifecta wings. I think I got to try them. Oh, they're, they're absolutely legit. I, yeah. I wrote about them before because people have told me, but I've never had them. So got to go back oh. to that. Um, so that's a, that's a new find for approachable, like, Cool vibe and affordable cocktails in Nashville. Um, my old standards for just when I want to take somebody to a dark cocktail bar, I go to Old Glory, the Fox, Bar Sovereign. And then my my new hot spots are Joseph Hotel. I love um, Denim, the rooftop. Is oh, really my gosh. Cool view is awesome. And Daniel, um, I don't know if it's Car- Carrillo. Daniel Carrillo uh, leads the bar up there, and he's makes excellent drinks. And then downstairs, the guys, Nate, and the guys downstairs at the bar at Yolan, I've I frequented that since it opened because it's walking distance away and it's just a good new spot. So that's, that, that's my like hot list personally for drinks right now. Denim is like the coolest. I thought like the L's, L24, L27, I think it's L27, yeah. Was a was super cool top of the Weston. Yeah. That denim up there with the cabanas. I had no idea how many other pools were on rooftops. Yeah, yeah, it's a thing. I didn't it's definitely a thing. I, I didn't know. I walked up there and I did kind of a tour and I looked at it and I went, Wow, there are pools all over the place on rooftops, but theirs is like 
it's the catbird. It's up there looking down on the rest of them. I think this one's like the classiest, like most luxurious rooftop feel that I've it was seen. Gorgeous. Yeah. Absolutely gorgeous. I love it. So those are mine. I don't know. No, that's great stuff. Um, so I guess that's going to bring us to that's the Nashville Hot List. Nashville Hot List. Nashville Hot List. So here's the deal. We are providing the best. This list is the best restaurants in Nashville right now. This is a list of restaurants that are doing the best job. So we're I'm grading them on food, service, innovation, and X factor. And the X factor right now is COVID response and safety. And there's a bunch of just different things that are going to the X factor. That's the X. That's why it's the X factor. So what we're going to do is I'm going to list the top five. And if you want to hear the rest of them, you want to hear six through 10, you'll need to go to NashvilleRestaurantRadio.com. And um, I don't know if I'll have it on the homepage or if you look up there, you can click hot list. I may have a special tab for it. I haven't put it up there yet. It will be up midnight tonight. You will be able to go and see six through 10. You better hear one through five in just a moment. But here's what I need your help with. If you are out there and you have an idea, you go somewhere you think is amazing, this is the best restaurant, you're on Instagram, you're an influencer, I want you to start using the hashtag Nashville Hot List. Hashtag Nashville Hot List. Let me see. I want to see if you're a restaurant out there and you're putting food out there, you're doing cool stuff, use the hashtag Nashville Hot List and I will absolutely see all of the cool stuff that is going on. I will repost, let you know, because I need help. I need more information than I can possibly get because I cannot go out to eat everywhere all the time. And we will have something new, which um, we're working on probably in November, uh, maybe even December, where we're going to have a voting system where we're going to bring this to you, the restaurant owners, where we're going to have a voting system for you to let me know what you think the best restaurants are. And we're going to expand it to not only the top 10 best restaurants in Nashville right now, we'll have the best new restaurants. Um, we will have the best legacy restaurants, best restaurants in Brentwood, best restaurants in Mount Juliet, best restaurants in Hendersonville, best restaurants downtown, East Nashville. So we're going to have different lists that you'll be able to go to at NashvilleRestaurantRadio.com. Uh, so you'll be able to come in and vote for your favorites. It won't just be all up to me. So this list is... Uh, I've talked to a lot of people. I've got a lot of opinions on this. I've eaten at a lot of places. And uh, this is the hot list, the Nashville hot list. Are you ready, Delia Joe? I'm ready to hear it. She doesn't know who this is. She's, she's got her own list. <laughs> <laughs> Number five on the list, coming in hot with one of our friends of the show. Um, they have pivoted throughout the pandemic and have done a great job. Recently reopened a few weeks ago to great fanfare and absolutely killing it. They've had their coffee shop, uh, slow hand coffee and bake shop has been just killing it throughout this thing. They did Lanyap Po'boys, Pelican and Pig coming in. Number five best restaurants in Nashville right now. Number four is a the newest iteration of this restaurant. 
which is an innovative restaurant that is nationally recognized. Uh, Josh Habiger was one of the original chefs at this restaurant. Brian Baxter is now at the helm. They've been doing amazing things, uh, keeping people socially distanced and creating amazing food throughout the pandemic or during the pandemic here. Uh, the Cabbard Seat coming in at number four, fourth best restaurant in Nashville. Number three, we're going to the top three here, ladies and gentlemen. Number three is a staple in this city. They've been around just about 10 years. And throughout the pandemic, they have been helping people from the tornado through the pandemic. They've been helping people. They've been doing it right. They've kept their entire staff intact. They have been uh, socially distancing and all the while helping their community and creating amazing food day in and day out. Number three best restaurant in Nashville right now is Lachlan Table. Hal was on the show a couple weeks ago and um, couldn't be more excited for what they are continuing to do in the East Nashville area. Number two on our list is coming in hot with a, a another person who has been on the show. If you're on the show, it's not a factor as to whether your restaurant is the best, by the way. This person happened to have been on the show. He actually has the number one show of all of our episodes. This one has the most listens. And uh, one of my favorite interviews that we've done is um, Josh Habiger, the owner and chef at Bastion. Uh, him and his wife, Lauren, run an amazing operation over there. They've had to completely pivot to their big bar, 86ing, just doing nachos out of there. But their restaurant is amazing. They've gone back now. I believe that they have gone back to the big bar and the small bar, the dining room. And what they're doing is second to one, as they are number two best restaurant in Nashville right now, Bastion in the Wedgwood, Houston area. And number one, who is the inaugural number one, the best restaurant in Nashville right now? Do we need a drum roll? What's that? That was my drum roll. That was your drum roll? This restaurant is new to the scene. They are not a local legend. However, the man at the helm of this is a local legend in the city of Chicago. He's a James Beard award-winning chef. He has a Michelin star. And what they are doing at the Joseph Hotel is second to none. Yolan is our number one restaurant in Nashville right now. So there you go. We can start the debate. Um, Feel free to let me know what you think. Use the hashtag Nashville Hotlist. And tomorrow morning, you can log on to NashvilleRestaurantRadio.com and you can see number six through 10. Um, couple surprises on there, couple omissions. Um, now I'm excited to see what happens in um, the month of November. This was the October list. The first episode of Nashville Restaurant Radio's Roundup in November, we will be announcing our Nashville Hotlist Again, uh, so we will be compiling data throughout the month. We'll love to see what your restaurants are able to do out there with new restaurants opening and everything that's going on. That's it. There's your Nashville hot list. Congrats. What do you think, Delia? Congrats on the first list. I think it's a solid, solid five. 
Um, Solid five. Well, yeah, good places, good people, talented people, and people that have, I think, been innovative and um, good to the community during the pandemic and consistent. So I think My it's goal here is the number one question I get, I think, from people is, where should we go to eat? There's so many restaurants, I don't even know who to keep up with. And I wanted to create a top 10 list that is absolutely solid from top to bottom. If you want to go out in Nashville and you haven't eaten at any of these restaurants, you need to go. You will have a fantastic time. There is a 0% chance you will not love it. So I am wanting to put out a list that is a absolute de facto this is your list of places that you need to go eat right now. I tell you, that is a question that I get almost every day. And I swear, every time I get this deer in the headlights, like I've never been to a restaurant before in my life, as if I don't go every day. I'm <laughs> like, oh my God, I don't know. But I think for me, it's because I feel like they're like my children. And I every day could, I could have a different idea of what is my favorite. Like maybe today I want pizza and I'm going to tell you three pizza places. I don't know. So it's it's a tough question for me. So I, I think it's good to have a... Finite, like here's your list. Here's my list. Here's my top 10. If you ask me the question, these are the top 10 restaurants in Nashville right now. Uh, just direct people to NashvilleRestaurantRadio.com. Say, if you want to know where to go eat tonight, go to NashvilleRestaurantRadio.com. That's going to be your list. I know you are going to be bringing back your Nashville heat map. Yeah. Right? At Eater.com. Let's give you a little bit of a plug. Coming back uh, to Eater Nashville on Monday. We had to uh, push pause because of um, just company restrictions during the pandemic, but it is coming back. It's, that's our like six months and less uh, list of hot spots in town. So that'll be back Monday. Awesome. Well, we look forward to that. Um, we look forward to um, interviews next week. We are going to have on Monday on Nash Restaurant Radio, we're going to have Hannah Huseman. And who is Hannah Huseman, you ask? It's a great question. You have no idea who she is. She is not in the industry. She's not in the restaurant business. She's not even in Nashville. She is the mental strength coach for the Philadelphia Phillies. Oh. I follow her. She's a good friend of mine, Rod Thurley's daughter. And I follow her on LinkedIn. And she does something called Mental Sweat Mondays. Mm -hmm. And they are absolutely fantastic. And during this time, we're going to do a Motivation Monday we're going to talk to the mental strength coach for the Philadelphia Phillies. She's going to motivate us. She's going to get us ready to go for a hell of a week. So I'm so excited um, to have Hannah Huseman on the show um, coming up this Monday. Um, Wednesday, we are going to have a man named Fleming Wilt. Fleming is the president of Christie Cookie Company. Oh, nice. So they... Um, They've had an interesting last year. I mean, right in the middle of Germantown, they've had took a ton of damage during the tornado um, going right into COVID-19. So hearing his story, being at the helm of that, leading his team through a tornado and then through COVID-19 and what they're doing right now going into the holiday season um, is just a really fascinating journey that he's going to take us on. And I'm really excited to share it with the rest of you. Coming up the week after we have BJ Luftback who's going to be the owner of Pinchy's Lobster. I know you're a big fan over there, Delia. Um, yeah. And Funk's soul brother. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we've got some other pretty big uh, names coming up. I think that same week we're going to have Tabor Lucky, who is the um, owner of all the corner pubs. The Not the original, not Jeremy Palmer, the original corner <laughs> pub. He has all the new corner pubs. He's cool. the new owner as well as Esquina Cantina. So I can't wait to hear... Oh. 
his story. He used to be the executive chef at J. Alexander's, and he was part owner in Infinity Hospitality, which does. Um, but he's going to have a great story. I can't wait to share these stories. The lots of great interviews coming up on Nashville Restaurant Radio, and then next week we have an all new roundup. Get ready for a uh, a rousing episode with a segment what's the delia which i am super excited to get back to doing those um here and there once a month right yeah once a month once a month so thank you guys for listening yeah hey stay pretty music city and remember you can still be pretty with a mask on and phase three yay in phase three we hope that you continue to be safe out there (laughs) moving to phase three still wear your mask when you go out very important people um don't mess this up we want to get to phase four don't start being idiots Let's phase four. Amen. we want to get out of this so still wear your mask social distance be smart and be safe we love you guys bye okay.